anywhere between 8 and 11 million people flock to the shores of a certain man-made lake in northern Georgia every year. Tourism websites abound with idyllic photos of soothing sunsets, maritime amusements, and serene blue waters. On the surface, it's portrayed as the perfect place for a vacation getaway. Below the surface, it's a different story. The 625 billion gallons of water contained within the lake encircle a dark, secret past. Sunken beneath the placid azure waters are the remains of entire towns which stood in the way of progress. Towns which had been dying slow deaths and some with histories of hate and senseless murder. Towns that had buried their dead for generations beneath the earth of the valley prior to its flooding. These graves, which lay unmoved beneath the lake's bottom, some claim, are the source of the strange happenings that plague the lake's waters. A curse that has made this particular lake one of the most dangerous lakes in North America. This case file, join the theorists for the monthly Ron Pond fan pick and crack a few cold ones along the spooky shores of Georgia's weirdest waterhole in The Curse of Lake Lanier. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 236, The Curse of Lake Lanier. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Uh, before we start this case file, I want to uh, let everyone know that I fully uh, have embraced my redneck ways. Oh, no. Uh, I set up uh, I set up a... Uh, an above ground. Oh God! Pool. What happened to the chickens? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. I set up an above ground pool, and then I uh, I hooked it up to a wood burning stove, so I got a little heater going. So I was sitting. In, it's like twenty degrees here. It's pretty nice, but the water was really cool. So I I I had I was I wanted to sit in the water, so I was waist deep in the water. And I had, well, you know, obviously one's the cold intake that goes to the copper coils, heats up the water and pumps up. And then I just had the hot water part down my pants because it was too uncomfortable because it was a little too cold and uh, made it nice and easy. And I was just lounging in the pool. Sure beats just peeing in the pool, I guess. Eh? Oh, way better. Way better than peeing in the pool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. And yesterday, I chlorinated. I, uh, I, I, I was like, I've learned something. The testing kits, I was like, why do I need a testing kit? It tells me what to do with the chlorine and stuff. So I shocked the pool and then I got in and my skin was all red and itchy. And I was like, oh, that's why I need a test. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, okay, so I did just, something just wrong. Not just not just redneck is what you're saying. Everything. Yeah. Like red, fucking waist down. Waist down. Just beat red. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Beat red and itchy. <laughs> um, but this goes because a lot of people, especially this May long weekend, I bet we're out enjoying Lake Lanier. And I bet they didn't know that this is the deadliest lake in North America. Right. Easily. I don't understand Chances how anybody fucking goes there. 
Like chances that blows are, my mind. As of recording this, someone's dying on legally near. That's how deadly <laughs> this fucking thing is. It's um yeah, it is a uh, fairly unusual like it is a <laughs> it is a man-made lake. Uh it's a reservoir if you're not familiar with the place. I mean, if you probably if you live in Georgia, you have heard of it. Um uh it's in the northern northern portion portion of the uh the state of Georgia and it's like it's about an hour north of Georgia or sorry, Atlanta. It's so early here. <laughs> How early is it, Dan? My brain, my brain is fried. It's like 5 a.m. right now, and I'm like... <laughs> Dan, before, before 6 a.m., Dan's a normal person. He's human. Yeah. He's human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't spun up all my hard drives yet. This is, <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was created by the creation of the, uh, the Buford Dam uh, in order to create a water supply and a stable water supply and also a hydroelectric source Whoa. for Atlanta. That makes so much more sense. Because what I was reading, they didn't explain why they made it. So I just pictured some like government official being like, sure, it's hot here in Georgia. Let's make a giant pool. <laughs> Let's <laughs> damn it. Like, <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, why are they doing this? Uh, yeah, that was the original premise. Like, so it was built by the Army Corps of Engineers. Uh, and it was, uh, I think the, the, the funding came from a uh, from certain like the uh, Waterways and Harbors Act uh, that was passed by Congress. I kind of think that gets renewed every year uh, to kind of... Uh, shore up uh, those kinds of places and and establish reservoirs and stuff like that. But I didn't know that in the northern part of Georgia, I think there's like there's 40 lake, forty or 44 lakes or something like that. They're all man-made. They're, none of them are uh, are natural there. Oh, so it's all um, like a big dam system? Yeah, it's just they, they just like dammed up a bunch of rivers and they're just like, okay, so this is whatever. It's the same thing in uh, my home state of Virginia. Like in, in Virginia, there's no natural lakes. It's all rivers. It's all rivers and stuff like that. Um, if there's a lake in Virginia, like it's man-made, dude. Yeah. That's um, that's similar similar to here. That's why you guys have fucking haunted lakes and not Ocopogos like us. We got the natural shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. ours are like ours are half natural, and like there was kind of a lake there, and then but we dammed up every valley with hydropower. <laughs> And then we drain lakes and put yeah. cities in them, and then they flood. And then they it's flood. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, guys, you know what's a good idea? This giant floodplain? Yeah? We should drain it. And call it Abbotsford. Call it Abbotsford. <laughs> Make some awesome farmland. But yeah. what, hey, what about, uh, about the, but what about all the water? Oh, we'll keep it out with pumps. What if the, what if the power goes out? Eh, it won't go out. Nah. We, got the, we, we got the dike. What if it breaches the dike? Nah. That'll never happen. It should be, won't happen. Should you be using that word? I don't know. <laughs> that's still a, a little aggressive. But the Buford Dam, that's on the Catahoochee River. Chattahoochee River. Chattahoochee. Now, is that where it gets hotter than a hoochie's coochie? Yes, it does. According, <laughs> according to you know, according to waterway expert Alan Jackson. Oh yes. All right. I, just, yes. I wasn't Many sure. Of rubber I was laid. Sounded, yeah. On the asphalt. I I thought it was. I thought of it Georgia. sounded familiar. Mm, okay. I was totally going to drop that joke when he talks about the song of the Chattahoochee. <laughs> I was like, I actually know that song. Yeah. Word for fucking word. I mean, that's the song that came to my mind when I, before, they, when they said the song of Chattahoochee, I did not know that it was a song from like the 18th century or something. <laughs> Wait, what? 18th I, I th Hold on. When you well, were saying the song up. of the Chattahoochee, I thought it was the Alan Jackson song. Well, then it no, would be no, called no. Lake Allen Jackson, not yes. Lake Lanier. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah when when they built the when they built the dam and created the created the lake, they weren't. There was kind of a. I think there was a. There was a bit of an 
row up about like what they were going to name the actual lake itself. Um, I think some people wanted to name it. Uh, what did they want? Not to after name? a Confederate, an ex-Confederate soldier. Probably a good. Idea. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Wonder why it's um, fucking cursed. <laughs> like, but it ended up being named after uh, 18th century poet uh, Sidney Lanier. I think it's Lanier, but I think that's how you're supposed to say the lake's name. But everybody just says Lanier. <laughs> Sounds like the American spin on a French name. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right? It depends on where you're from. Um, but yeah, he wrote the actual song, the the or sorry, poem, the uh, song of the Chattahoochee. Um, yeah. <laughs> where, or when I'm sure Alan it? Jackson. I'm sure Alan Jackson drew his. Uh, it's inspiration. inspiration? Yeah. yeah, but this yeah. dude used to be a Confederate soldier. Who, Sidney, Sidney Lanier? Yeah, before he was uh, a fucking poet. So he took He's inspiration by poet. people getting dismembered by uh, musket balls, cannonballs, and uh, bayonets on the battlefield. Heard he got his ass kicked <laughs> at the Battle of Shrew Farms, but... Oh. <laughs> Battle of the Beats? Hell yeah. Um, so now an interesting part is this. So when the... Um, when the lake was actually built, uh, that valley, the river valley that it, that it sat in, wasn't empty. Um, the, the government actually had to relocate and offer a lot of locals money for their farmland that, um, that you know, they had been there for generations. Yeah, $30 uh, an acre. <laughs> oh, fucking steal. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the most, I think someone, I think the most so, someone made off selling the land for the actual get, you know, to, for them to move is like $45,000. The guy had a million money. acres. Right. They literally and, paid um, on $30 an acre. Like, that wasn't a joke. So what, they uh, buy like 56,000 acres off these people, right, in the end? Yep, yep. So they displaced about like 700, or at least 700 families sold, uh, you know, a total of 56,000 acres to the government. Um, and so now where this valley, uh, you know, a number of communities used to sit... Uh, is now home to Lake Lanier, which is about contains about to this day. I think uh, might be a little bit less, but it's like 625 billion gallons of water. Woo. And underneath that water, you have you still have a lot of the remains. Even though the Army Corps of Engineers, when they were building the lake, they removed a lot of the um, uh, a lot of the stuff that they deemed would perhaps like hazardous. Cause, yeah, it could perhaps be hazardous to to boats and things that would be crossing on the lake so yeah. they took out a lot of trees they they knocked down a lot of uh like uh, like wooden buildings and stuff right. like that like you know stuff that would f basically when they took a look at the town they're like that might float to the surface knock it down now <laughs> so underneath the surface of the waters there you'll have you know th there are still remains of farms uh the, the homes there's churches mills businesses like uh i think there's like a racetrack yeah there's uh, a, on one of them cool, <laughs> there's really cool pictures where in like 2001 they had a massive drought and you could actually see the bleachers from the racetrack through the water and really? then one of the That's other thing cool <laughs> yeah dude and probably one of the most interesting things is that now when you have families living in that valley for generations, um, you know, naturally you're going to have a place where we got to bury our dead. So there were, I think the total number is 20 cemeteries were relocated along with the graves that had been marked. So you now are, you're telling me that this is where they get drinking water from? Yes. If you're looking for a way, <laughs> if you're looking for a way to haunt something... Uh, Boys, 
like think about that. Remember, see, this is probably Canadian. I don't think Dan will recognize that, but like you're pulling drinking water out of this. It reminds me of those old like orbits fucking drinks you used to get that clearly yep. Canadians with little floaties in them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like fucking you should be there's they should pe- be marketing that shit. In the, in the United States. Lake Lanier zombie water. <laughs> and then every once in a while you get like a fucking appendage in the bottom of the drink. You're like, that's fucking, we're the prize, bud. If you're looking yeah. for a, if a way to uh, haunt a large area at one time, this is it. Discur- disturbing graves. And then they did, they relocated the ones that were marked. And you know, right. and you know, at that time, all those old homesteads and stuff, people would bury their own dead. The cross yep. would disintegrate. They didn't know where they for lost. Like great, 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 great grandpa. We don't know where he is. He's somewhere out, you know, back. Or forth. even if you couldn't read the headstone, if you can't read the headstone, you can't contact the families. Of this they admitted, you know, I believe they admitted that, that was a problem. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're just like, yeah. ah. well, you think about it too. Like it's the people who are always like the people who have lived like the hard lives, abandoned people who they don't know who put in up like unmarked graves. Those are always those are always the ones that come back to haunt you. Yep. Right? 100%. The unnamed fucking ones, for sure. But it was making me think, like, so they created this lake and they use, all right, we need power, we need drinking water, all this, like, nah, nah. For the it, city folk. Maybe <laughs> maybe they're trying to hide something under there. They're like, we can't get rid of this. So what can we do? Let's bury it in water. Flood it. Flood that shit, son. There's a hell mouth at the bottom of Lake Lanier. Gate, gate to hell, bottom of yeah, Lake Lanier. Man. Right? So they fucking just pile a bunch of water on it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. it, there's a, hey, we're gonna get to it in a bit here, but a lot of people go lace, missing in Lake Lanier. Listen, it is true. Missing, a boys. lot. So, um, <laughs> Lake Lanier is apparently one of, if not the deadliest lake in the United States, maybe in the least. world, like for real. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like so many people drowned and die in and around this lake. It's insane. Since its creation, so far there's been 675 lives lost on that lake. Right. Uh, it was built in 1956. So since that time, you have about, like Andrew said, 700 deaths are recorded to have happened at that lake. And so to kind of put that into uh, perspective, so it's 700 deaths since you know mid 1950s. Yeah, um, to put that in perspective, zero people have died in my pool that I just set up on Saturday. <laughs> yes, because no one's been in there with you yet. Yeah, just especially bad. when you're going in there all fucking. Windy. You also have a wood furning uh, fire coil burning about three feet from the side of this vinyl pool. So Down something your pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, about 11 million visitors uh, <laughs> are recorded to come to there every year. To Why? Lake Does no uh, one tell them what this lake's about? To it die. It's a popular it's thing. <laughs> and so, but the thing is, is like, so you have 700 deaths there. Um, 27 of which the victims' bodies have never been recovered. And that we then, know of. <laughs> there's another. There's another lake that's, uh, I guess, similar in size and um, has Alatuna? about the same. Yeah, Alatuna. Yeah, and it's just a little ways from from uh, from Lake Lanier, no and one. it has about the same amount of visitors every year, but no about one third of the. The recorded deaths. That's crazy, um, man. Probably a like a regular amount of deaths for a, a tourist lake. Well, it's it's just uh, yeah, regular. Well, no, I mean, like, no, that is what is the regular number. We, we get a few every year number. in our lake. Every like, year, yeah. right. Kelowna is like a pretty popular uh, party city, vacation city. People come here from all over Western Canada and they party and they go to the beach and they rent boats and people drown because they're drinking or they're being idiots. 
It happens, but not like oh, yeah. not a hundred or two hundred a year or something. Not but, even I would not. But work like a here. couple. No. There's always a few. I would quit my fucking job if that was. There's the always case. a few, and they're like, this guy was on the beach in waist deep water, and he drowned. You're like, how? How did this guy? How? <laughs> yeah, it's a um. So eleven million visitors come to there right now, which is like the Eiffel Tower has seven million. That's mind-boggling to me. Uh, well, it's Saint, like, it's Saint, yeah, Saint Peter's Basilica swim. in the Vatican gets five million visitors a year, right? Well, so it's, it's just it's, like yeah. people are being scared of being touched when you go there, though. You don't want to go there. No, absolutely. Priorities, boys. <laughs> well, listen, where are you going to go? Where you can listen, fucking sit you on got a boat a and crack getting, beers? You got a chance of getting touched at the lake too. Let's be real, and it's far <laughs> spookier. It's ghost hands. I'd rather get molested by ghost hands than a fucking creepy. Oh, I don't know. I'd rather see that. I'd rather see the hand coming. See the perp. See the perp. Yeah, I'd I'd rather see the perp. Yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. Okay. Uh, So if if it's not enough that you have these the strange amount of death, like an unusual, remarkable amount of deaths at this place, um, it has a bit of a spotted history. The the land beneath the lake of uh, Lake Lanier. So Forsyth County, which sits on the western side. The land beneath the lake. (laughs) Um, Forsyth County, which is on the western side, was actually part of the Cherokee Nation. And so in the 1830s, uh, as we know, the United States government expulsed most of the members of that tribe. And then it's... uh, it, you know, it's purported that this is one of the southeastern most origins of the Trail of Tears, which it's brutal like people going, genocide of yeah, the indigenous yeah. people in America. People going missing. Um, and, so we're creating a lake on an ancient Indian bail, burial ground. There. You are just. I mean, yeah, the the, the yeah. recipe for disaster here inhabited for hundreds, if not thousands, mm-hmm. of years, okay. uh, and then. Another more intense period uh, of the land was during the uh, early 1900s. As I, so, and about 1912, you had about 1,100 African Americans who owned land and operated businesses in Forsyth County. On September 9th of that year, um, an 18 year old white woman named May Crow was reportedly raped and murdered. Uh, close to the banks of the Chattahoochee River there. And it was in a village that is in the that valley place called in the world. Oscarville. I mean... <laughs> That's what they, they... That is... They, they call it this. We're not saying right, that. Right. It's been, it's I, been yeah, said. Yeah. The... Um, <laughs> yeah. If, if most people are familiar with the, the you know, post-Civil War uh, South like anything after that is just like, it is a awful place. It it is a, it is a very terrible place. And, um, so they had this, the, the immediate reaction was to pin the crime on four young African American, uh, who had happened to just live nearby. So there's an entire kind of case that I I don't know. They had basically, basically wrong place, wrong race. (laughs) <laughs> and they find these fucking guys and it's just so insanely yeah. awful. Murdered. Yeah, it is it is a very uh it's a very intense case and, and it's very a, a yeah. lot of there's a lot of maybe not too many, but there's a lot of angles to it. And then you have uh at least one of the men who was uh who's arrested uh for suspicion of um actually having this crime, uh is uh Robert Big Rob Edwards. So Big, they, Big Rob. He was arrested and put in jail. Um, 
by the local like local authorities and they actually had a mob invade the jail and drag him out uh, before trial before anything literally uh, like uh, they coerced him into admitting guilt is what I heard right and we know that that happens on a regular basis people yeah. get get coerced yeah, all like, the fucking we're, time we're gonna kill you if you don't so and then <laughs> that night, the sheriff was not in the office. He put the deputy to watch him. And the deputy that was watching him was the guy that was running against the sheriff in the next election. Oh, yeah. I read that like they said, if you admit to this crime, we know you did it. Uh, you won't be lynched. Uh, you'll just go to jail. It's like, that's that's your option here. And, he, no. and then... Uh, I mean, false confessions the lie all detector the time test determined duress. that was a lie. That was yeah. a lie. So uh, mob justice took hold at this point, and you had them actually, you know, one of the most brutal ways to... Uh, yeah, trigger warning, for sure. Trigger warning. <laughs> to execute a person. Um, they had him apparently dragged outside of the, uh, of the, 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 the courthouse, and then, uh, what is it? They dragged him through the streets, hung him from a telephone pole, and then... Shot him, target practiced uh, him multiple times uh, after he was dead. After he was dead, so now if that if that wasn't enough to kind of, I guess you could say infuse this the land here with the with the kind of you've, energy you've, that you would you would that that would produce something. You think about <laughs> what you've created. You've created a giant racist murderous soup. Basically, mm -hmm. it's this giant murder soup. And are you surprised that fucking terrible shit's popping out of this thing and happening here? Like, come on. And, and so not only did you have this occurring, um, you had uh, groups of, <laughs> you had groups of kind of uh, roaming racist mobs uh, come through and actually intimidate a lot, most of the black families that live there in Forsyth County and basically demanding that they all leave. So these people were harassed and eventually like 1,100 of those, like 1,000 things. I think, what was it? It was like 10% of the, the total population was African-American at the time. And then now it's like 4%. Like they, they all left. Most of them left. So maybe yeah. they, they fucking... They, aban they abandoned everything. They... uh um because I mean, th these these mobs that were going around were like burning down everything: black churches, businesses. Maybe they flooded this thing. Out of, they flooded this place out of embarrassment. Let's fucking get rid of this shithole where all this awful shits happened. I mean, it worked. For, it worked for Noah. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, like fuck. So yeah, you had all these families who had been li been living there. Uh, most of them had deep deep ties to the land. Like the African Americans that that were living there were most of them were like recently uh, released slaves. Like they had just recently been released from slavery and had taken the land for themselves. And then, um, you know, after they left, you had the, the, you know, the, the white people who were left basically just picked over and pillaged everything that was left uh, behind by these families. It's like they burned the churches and some of the businesses, but they left the crops and the farmhouses and anything of the value. And they just kind of like, just went and took it over. Swooped in and took it over. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were mad because the government bought it for cheap. It's like, <laughs> so you have, so you have all of this kind of uh, perfect recipe for a, uh, for kind of a, a haunting. Like the the I think the deep history of Lake Lanier uh, has brought out this uh, yeah. something. Well, and then that's <laughs> like so. It's like you have you have that like terrible terrible event that's just fueled by 
like an unbelievable amount of hate. It's terrible. But then like, you know, still too, like one of the things we didn't touch on is when the government bought the land from these people and like just basically forced them out, a lot of the land they were given afterwards was not, like they weren't able to grow crops. It wasn't good land. They weren't able to sustain themselves like they had been in the past. So that just kind of pushed like another group of people afterwards, like into hardship and hard times where they were like, they're like, you know, they're like, God damn it. Like they ruined our lives. They right? It's like us. You just have this, like this little, like honestly, like a cesspool of hate, right? It's, it's crazy of this, uh, this like nonstop, everything to do with this, like this lake coming to fruition. is just like built on hate la layers of hate. It's crazy. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, one of the reasons that they actually picked this this specific location, or at least these towns that sat there, like Oscarville and Forsyth County, um, the reason that the government kind of specifically uh, targeted these communities because when they were doing these projects, because not Lake Lanier was was part of a, a bigger effort, uh, they they specifically um, looked for towns that were dead or dying, um, communities that were already kind of seeing a downcline and. Uh, you know, decline in, in you know population, uh, you know, economic status, those kinds of places. Um, which is like you could do a, a. There's probably a whole bunch, but there's a whole bunch of podcasts about that about just towns dying. I mean, mm -hmm. it's happening now, but it still yep. happens. But um, th that was one of the reasons. That was one of the reasons behind why they chose this area to um, establish the reservoir and the and the dam. So now you have you have a. You know what had been at, at one point. It was a thriving place, like it was a thriving place, and it had families and it had a history and all of these things. And now, mm -hmm. uh, following up that, like Braden said, you have, um, uh, you have the the history of hate. You have the um, probably the frustrations and of of people living in a town that is 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 dying. Um, and then you cover it over with water, thinking that's going to take care of everything, and that the, you're providing a the a, disturbed a, graves on top of yeah. that. Yeah, the un, the unmarked graves now, like you know, this person's resting in peace, and also now they're drowning in their afterlife. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of shit going on here. And so, following up on that, you you can pile on another uh, legend. Now, one of the one of the legends that gives Lake Lanier its its title. Of probably uh, a lot of people would say like the most haunted lake, at least in Georgia, if not the United States, um, is you have a, a certain case in 1958 where he had two friends, one by the name of Delia May Parker Young, and then the other Susie Roberts, uh, apparently had departed a dance in the evening. And after getting gas and apparently skipping out on paying for it, they their car skidded off a bridge and I while feel, crossing I feel over the lake. I feel I mean, that. Uh, are we sure that it skidded? They just didn't full on Thelma and Louise after the big gas that theft that they pulled off. <laughs> oh, that's right. They said they did fill up with gas and then didn't pay Took off. <laughs> but like, back then, gas was what like four cents a liter. That's how much they really steal in there. It was a, a huge crime. <laughs> um, so now, after they skidded off, they disappeared. Uh, they couldn't find the car. They couldn't find the remains of the two women uh, for at least a year. So the next year, you had a fisherman who came across a decomposed and unidentifiable body that was floating near one of the bridges. Oh. And one of the remarkable things about the corpse was that it was missing 
both hands and two toes, and they couldn't identify it as either Susie or Deli, who had disappeared the year before. Two hands and two toes. Both yeah, both hands gone. Now it wasn't so, until nineteen ninety. Swamp ape, eight or hands and feet. Mm, oh, yeah, primates right. do that, right? That. Them, yeah, they, <laughs> they yeah they go for the outer appendages, also yeah. nose and ears. Interesting. So it wasn't until actually it's always, 19- hey, it's why you always check your back seat. You never know there's gonna be a fucking swamp ape back there. Always check your hands and feet. Yeah. Like come on. <laughs> and it wasn't until 1990 that they had. Uh, an actual kind of breakthrough in the case where officials actually discovered a 1950s Ford sedan with the remains, which they identified as Susie Roberts. Now, they figures that that meant that the body that was found back in 1959 must have belonged to uh, Delia Mae Parker Young. And they knew that the, they knew that the woman in the car um had been Susie because Susie had been wearing a blue dress the night of the accident. And since the crash, uh, multiple people had reported seeing a lost woman with a blue dress pacing Oof. around the area. Terrifying. Oh, oh shit. shit. That's interesting. Now, I, wa- I wonder if so, she was pacing around there to like try and let them know that her friend was still down there. Wait, so it's almost it's, 30 years since the, till they found that body? Yeah. That's until ins- they found the car. They couldn't find the car for 30 years. Now that's my that's a little mind boggling. I mean, I could see a I guess a body like being like taken by the like undercurrent, but the car, like it's so heavy, you think it would just sink to the bottom and just kind of sit there. Well, you think you'd be able to find it if it's like right near the bridge? I guess. I mean, yeah, it could like I, think- I guess a, when a car hits water, like it's got a bunch of air, so it can float and kind of like slowly sink up. But like, That's true. it couldn't go too like you wouldn't think it could, could go that far from the bridge. In in my mind, I'd be like, all right, you got this whatever this car, like an old car, like probably like steel, like still steel body, super heavy. Oh, all steel, yeah. Right. Fuck yeah. So it hits in. Even if the windows are up, it's got a bunch of air in, it's gonna slowly fill up and sink. And then once it once it's got no air left, it's gonna fucking drop like a rock. Yeah. So you think like it takes like three decades to find the car. And it's like, not only do you have these, I mean, you could possibly have a number of abandoned cars and things like this. And people have probably disappeared off the face of the earth while falling into the river. So something else a little bit spooky is they had no, in November 10th of last year, uh, you had a, what was titled a ghost boat was pulled what? from from the actual lake itself. So um, it, it, th- this houseboat had kind of, <laughs> it had garnered their name, the Chestity Ghost Boat. So people knew about it, and it was this derelict houseboat that no one knew who the owner was, and it had no signs of being occupied for decades. It was just like the pictures that I saw were just this abandoned houseboat just sitting on the shore there. But people um, who had reportedly seen the uh, observed this houseboat, some people like thought it was still inhabited, like because they still had. Um, there was furniture on the top. There was. Mm. Uh, it, it looked like people said sometimes there was there was light coming from out inside of it. Oh, that's fucking so. Creepy. Oh. Um, really creepy. <laughs> but but the funny thing is is that the I mean you could almost say that the there's almost an, an admission that there's something within the lake that that the official record kind of shows that something is is happening in the lake because the the official news release they called it an exorcism. 
Like what? they didn't they didn't shy away from the reputation for the lake being haunted. Now whether they were being tongue in cheek or not is meh. yeah. I mean you could they might just kind of be playing it up, but who knows? You had uh, director Jennifer Flowers who said in in a release in a in a release is that now that the Chesapeake ghost boat is in the landfill, we have removed any ghosts that were rumored to have inhabited Lake Lanier. Everyone can now rest easy. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do they know that? Yeah, that's absolutely. It's a bold, bold claim. claim. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they said that that boat had actually been there for almost like two decades, um, and that it's just it just sitting there. Uh, I, I guess it was in a. They said it was kind of in a difficult place for them to uh, to remove it. It was one of those kind of. It was like a little kind of a outlet, little like inlet off to the side that was kind of shallow, and they weren't able to to get the equipment in that that they needed to actually remove it. But they ended up kind of doing it. I guess they deemed it enough of a safety hazard for this to to for them to dedicate the resources to, to taking yeah, it down, drag it out of the water. And yeah, then we ex- have that too, exercise. don't we? Like we've got a few of those houseboats just sitting there, like half sunk. Yeah. Oh, well, for there's, sure. Uh, and- well, we had to we had a house do- houseboat death a while, like quite a few years ago on Okanagan. Yeah, one that well, it flipped, right? Yeah, somebody was trapped in the bathroom or something. It was over capacity by quite a few people. Many people on the top deck. Uh, which threw the balance of the boat way out, and then everyone like partying and jumping and rocking back and forth, and it was kind of a windy day, and then yeah, it flipped, and someone unfortunately drowned in the bathroom. But yeah, there's, I mean, Okanagan, Okanagan Lake's no uh, stranger to capsized vessels, and then they just sink, and they're like our our lake. I don't know about this lake because this is a flooded lake where Okanagan Lake was a actual lake before. It is a little bit bigger now. Uh, our lake's like super like a really dense sediment. So when stuff sinks to the bottom, it gets like absorbed into the mud. And then they just leave it there, I think, for the most part. But so yeah, and so when they originally flooded the lake, or sorry, flooded the valley, uh, the Army Corps of Engineer pretty much kind of made sure to put forth a point that that's like none of this stuff is going to cause a danger to anyone. That uh we knock down the the possible places that um that could cause trouble. Um, for uh, boaters or anything out there. Um, but I, they apparently didn't anticipate for the water levels to drop as precipitously as they have in the in the mm-hmm. last couple of decades or years or so. So now you have um, a lot of people will kind of, tr- you know, they'll rack up the rack up some of the mysterious deaths to being uh, people hitting some of these structures like trees and um, buildings and things because in some areas of the lake, like that stuff is coming back up to the surface. And then once you get, you know, some people saying, you know, remarking about how if you go down into the lake, it's just chock full of debris. And, um, you know, you have these old structures and things like that, that, you know, you could be jet skiing and then all of a sudden you smack into the, yeah, uh, you smack into the roof of like an old house or something. And then you're just like gone. Yeah. Well, well, yeah right. I was reading like, apparently when they initially flooded it, uh, like for trees, as long as the tree was 35 feet under the surface, they'd leave it. They wouldn't chop it down. Which, right. which right. seems reasonable right. at the time. Yeah. There's stuff, yeah, there's stuff that, yeah. So it's, it's things that were over like a certain height. They were like, we need to take these ones down because these could possibly pose a danger to, uh, uh, to people in the future using the lake for, so I, the, the lake and the lake was never meant to be used 
for recreation. Yeah, and now that's you, true too. <laughs> it was never yeah. meant to be used this way. Um, and nobody, nobody's stopping anyone now. It's just like, it's, again, well, it's 11 million visitors. Now more people are people. using it than the fucking Eiffel Tower. Well, yeah, you, you think about that, like in 56, but like there's no like, there's no uh, like surf boats, wakeboard boats, yeah. ski boats. You want to go for a swim or a canoe, or I'll fuck right. off. There's nothing else to do, pal. <laughs> there's there's like none of that back then. So you're like, yeah, no, no, like maybe maybe people are fishing. They're gonna snag their line. That's what you're thinking. Like we're gonna. They sn- did. They did populate the the lake with fish, didn't they? I remember. Oh, I'm sure they too. would just for uh, just uh, support that ecosystem. They, yeah, they it would is, stock yeah. it, but. Yeah, you're not thinking about like, oh, they're going to be wakeboarding and tournament boats and like water skiing, yeah. and they probably have like they fucking hydroplanes and fuck who else? What else is on there? There's lake? a couple fucking they they skipped some steps. So I was reading like they they fucking sank a bunch of like ferries and shit down there and just left them. Yeah. Well, you can only imagine like, on an area that big, and the, yeah, the, you know we're buried. talking about like well, it's government funded, so like. They have a, a set amount of resources, maybe, and they're like, yeah, okay, they a couple they got, lazy pricks like me and Braden working in yeah, one section. Oh, 100%. They're not gonna fight. Hey, do you guys, do you guys take that uh, those trees down in quadrant seven? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're they're, they're gone. gone they're gone, man. And then next yeah, thing you know, fifty years later, the yeah, lake's twenty feet shallower, and someone's boating along, prop flipping hits it, flips it. What a fucking! Do you imagine the people who did like? 23 and me and found out they had family members from this area and they're like, oh fuck, like, you know, I guess I'm gonna have to go scuba dive to visit my great great grandpa's grave here. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. It's fucking brutal. No, no I don't idea know how you went. guys I don't know how you guys do it. I don't I forget the term for it, but like me, I'm fucking I don't know why. It's super irrational, but I like submerged shit under the water freaks me out. I couldn't watch the whole, like James Cameron, when he went in and showed you like the sunken Titanic, I can't watch it. Ooh, gives me heebie-jeebies <laughs> like a motherfucker. There's, I, ooh. Well, so being nor- able to see dude, that kind of shit would Normally the it's out. fine, but like, like honestly, it's not that bad. But like the thing about this lake is, is it's it's like murky as fuck when you get down there. The, like it's yep. not, not a lot of visibility. And there is an unbelievable <laughs> amount of reports of people being like, you feel fucking limbs touch you. Oh my yeah. God. Even you feel, dude, I feel you feel fucking like, limbs. That was a person. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, that is terrifying. And it's, it's not like it's a one-off. Like lots of people report be like, man, it, I hate going down because you just feel like you're feeling limbs, like stiff limbs. Yeah. And that's uh, just before we get more into that, we're going to grab a beer, take a short break. And we're going to go back with a little bit of diving in the waters in this lake and uh, the old ghost hand. I feel like it fucking <laughs> yeah. scrapes across your lenses there. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. We're back. Boom. What truly lies beneath the surface of Lake Lanier? You'd have to ask Buck Buchanan, who's apparently been diving Bucky the waters. He's <laughs> been diving the waters for decades, he says. Um, and so in an interview and with WGCL-TV in October of 2017, <laughs> uh, you know, he, <clears throat> they were talking, you know, talking about the, the rumors and the um, legends that surround Lake Lanier. And he was saying that there might be something to this because it is, uh, he's quoted as saying, you reach out into the dark and you feel an arm or a leg and it doesn't move. And that's creepy. What? (laughs) It's terrifying. So you're you're just, you're just diving and there's just random limbs floating around. Well, well, like, like Brayden said, it is a, uh, most of the parts of the lake are low visibility. Like it's, there's nothing there. And I mean, if you're diving down there and I fuck man, like I don't, I don't like to go swimming in water where I can't see the bottom. 
Like even if I like I I can feel the bottom with my toes. Like I don't like to go swimming in the water. <laughs> you can't see the fucking bottom. You're not it's freaking. Uh, you're not swimming it's here. It's 100%. That's where bodies are. <laughs> you're, not, you're not swimming here in Kelowna because you can't see the bottom and it's full of seaweed. Ugh. Yeah, I'm yeah. hanging out at the fuck, you know, it's like fuck shallow end, boys. Yeah, yep. yeah I'm, I'm fine with like, the yeah. sand. If I can't croc- I can see my feet. If I can't crocodile <laughs> around the, the water at the edge of the beach, <laughs> I'm out. You're out. Yep. Or I get a floaty. One of the two. Um, so it, like even the even the some of the historians like David Coughlin, uh, who's a hist- you know historian for Lake Lanier, believes that most of the folklore that's surrounding the lake being haunted is linked directly to um, the stories of them disturbing these graves. And it's like if yeah, if you didn't, I mean, everybody's seen fucking poltergeist. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, you move the graves, you're one hundred percent getting a haunting. Like that is that is just that's the way it goes. We don't make the rules. That's just how it happens. <laughs> But so I think there are about five things that it could possibly be. You probably have about five possible options about what is what's beneath the surface of Lake Lanier. What lies beneath? So number one, ghosts. It's no brainer. Most likely suspect. It's a no brainer in this situation. Ghost water. water. All those graves and shit. Yeah, hundred dude, hundred percent. You have and, you know, I when I was kind of thinking about this, it's like you have all this hate bred, you know, potential bodies that, you know, their grave sites were, were you know, they were drowned, desecrated, um, their family land taken away. It, it could breed this kind of like hatred where there could be a ghost. And I, I kind of was thinking of like movies I've seen and stuff. I was like, maybe it's like not a bunch of ghosts, but there's like a couple that are really upset. And you remember those, you see those movies where it's like, there'll be a nice ghost. And he's like, I can't leave because this motherfucker is holding us all captive. Right? <laughs> like I want to leave. I want to leave the lake. He won't let us this crazy guy. Yeah. So the, yeah, there's reports of hauntings that work that way where you have an over, I mean, it's the same thing in Poltergeist, but um, you ghost have boss. like an over, <laughs> yeah, you have an overarching negative energy, uh, some kind of negative energy entity that with that kind of holds on to the rest that <clears throat> keeps the rest there um against their will i guess um you could say and it could be some, it could be a situation like that now that <clears throat> the situation we described with the um with the uh the the lynching the the, the whole uh oscarville uh incident you could say that maybe that's just the stuff that we know about, you know? Right, like, right, right, right. Those people have been living there for decades, like next to each other, African-American. Yeah, how, and How and, many and people have they murdered uh, that didn't get written down? And yeah. honestly, too, like as far as hauntings go and ghosts, like there's recent stories, like crazy, weird murders and shit like that that have happened on this this lake as well. And I've like I got a bunch of examples of that too. So it's not just the shit from the past. It's still happening. Still happening. Oh, I wanted, I wanted to tell you guys too, this is the this lake is where they shoot the show Ozarks. So if you've watched Ozarks, that's they shoot on this lake. Oh, they don't even shoot Ozarks in the Ozarks. No, they shoot it on Lake Lanier. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is this show called Ozarks or Ozark? Oh, uh, it's called Ozark, but the Ozarks I think is like a series of lakes. If I'm not wrong, because right. every time I hear someone say Ozarks, I just want to fucking punch myself in the face. The show is called it's Ozark. Like play, you're not I, wrong. I used to play for the Okanagan Sun, and everybody was like, "Oh, you you play for the Okanagan Suns? You're a nope, you're a there's, Suns. There's just one, just Okanagan Sun. There's only one Sun in there's the no sky. Suns. 
You know? Unless you go with the new Fuck flat Earth model, there's actually multiple suns. It's, yeah. the, the 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 models evolved. We'll yeah, to, at least we'll, they're trying. At least they're trying to figure it we'll, out. We'll talk about it in after hours. Actually, it's pretty fun. <laughs> but uh, like, do you want to go through a few of these like weird murders I, that have yeah, been? I hundred percent do. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Kelly Nash? Nope. Nope. So Kelly Nash was a 25-year-old architectural student, and uh, he worked for his father's construction company. He lived oh, okay, like, yeah, Kelly Nash. Oh, Kelly oh Nash. yeah, K Nash. You know, well, no, it's, yeah. it's actually a pretty, it's it's a pretty prominent cold case, like unsolved murder story. Okay. Oh, because no. it's super bizarre. Like this is something we could probably do a case file. Should on. we skip this then, just in case? No, I, well, I want to hear it. Yeah, we're, we're just going to do a quick. <laughs> little, case, we're give, do a us, give us the yeah, give us the broad yeah. strokes. Hey, broad earmuffs, <laughs> earmuffs, Dan. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 super mild. Dan's already talked about way worse. Okay, okay, today. okay. So, <laughs> so Kelly and his girlfriend um, had been living in this house for about three years, and the house was about uh, two point five miles from their father's house, which was apparently like right on Lake Lanier. Yeah. Um. So, I guess it's late in the evening. Kelly kind of started having some cough, cold, flu symptoms, feeling unwell. Went to the drugstore. He was caught on CCTV footage, going to the drugstore, purchasing stuff. Came home, kind of told uh, Jessica that he wasn't feeling good. He didn't want to keep her up at night, so he went and slept on the couch. So he was witnessed staying up, playing Xbox, whatever, by Kel- uh, by Jessica a few different times. And the last time she noticed was around 3.30 in the morning that he was still up playing video games. So she woke up a little later in the night, and he was gone, you know, kind of bizarre, mm, looking around yeah. the house for him. Couldn't find him. Noticed that he left his wallet, his cell phone, and his car keys in the house, but he was no longer there. Mm. Called his phone, no, no answers, nothing. Kelly's reported missing. Nobody can find him. Fuck. Uh, they toss the house, look around for clues, that type of shit. And the only thing that they find is that he's missing his revolver. So then, not too long later, they end up finding his late his body in Lake Lanier with a gunshot wound to the head. So a lot of people can kind of speculate that this is a suicide, right? Because mm. it sounds like, well, there's a lot of things that are congruent with a suicide as far as like leaving your wallet and your keys, like showing that you don't have a plan, right? you know, going forward, right? Mm-hmm. But there was no suicide note or anything like that. And like, this is completely out of the blue, according to the families, uh. no, no words of depression, anything like that. Um, you know, so super bizarre situation, like almost like the lake just was calling to him. Or, or he was... Playing Modern Warfare too. <laughs> got lost in the I mean, game. I've been in, there. I in real life? No, you're, you're just like oh, I got shit cocked by some like, fucking yeah, twelve like, year olds. I can't fucking yeah. hate this shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I'm done. Right? I'm so bad. That's it. Yeah, I, and there, I mean, there are there are reports, or there, um, I guess it's kind of local legend that people who have experienced something pulling them from the lake or that they believe that somebody has been, they saw something like come out of the water and pull people down. Uh, Some of these people, some of the disappearances can be uh, characterized that way where you have uh, something reaching out from the depths to kind of pull you down. That'd be the worst, absolute worst feeling. I'll be honest with you though. Like, and especially with people who they've obviously survived the situation to tell you, but like I've, been a part, I've been present for a lot of fucking post drownings and people who have survived. And that's a very common occurrence where they say it felt like something was pulling me down in the water. Like I felt something pulling me. So it sounds like that, like that is kind of like a symptom of drowning. You know, like you feel like something's pulling you down. You just can't get away. Um, And then there's also Hannah Trulove, who was a uh, 16 year old female who was murdered on August 23rd, 2012. 
Um, her body was found right right along Lake Lanier with like, I don't know, I can't find, I had it written down somewhere, but like an insane amount of stab wounds. Just repetitive and, stab wounds. Yeah, and no witnesses, anything like that. And it was bizarre that, because her, her Twitter feed is still active. And on her Twitter, she's tweeting me like, I feel like somebody's stalking me. Somebody's, somebody's been watching me. Somebody's been fucking following me to school and that type of shit. Um, and that one's <gasps> still unsolved. Nobody knows what's happened there. Um, and then there's uh, there's a fisherman named Jason Millen who was out in his boat when he saw something shiny in the bottom of the water. Reported it, and it was a silver van. Oh shit! At the bottom of the lake with a body inside of it, and so kind of you know in a van down in the river, down instead of by <laughs> the river. But so, but and oddly enough, the guy's name was Van. That was in the van. Van saw a van. So, no, no, van. van was in the van and died. Van was in the van. Van was oh, in, yeah, the, in the van. So this guy's seen yeah. the van with van inside of it, and it happened oh, to be on yeah. one of the days that the lake was actually clear and they could actually see yeah. more than four feet through the water or something. Yeah, and like other stuff, like um, I guess Usher's stepson died on Lake Lanier. He was hit by a, a jet skier, which is kind of a normal occurrence on lakes, unfortunately. Jet skiers are fucking time. out of control sometimes. Dude, I did one. It was horrible this girl got hit by her friend on a fucking on a sea and i guess like somehow she got ran over and her intestines got all caught up and oh, oh, dude it was oh, oh my horrible oh, oh. Dude, not- those sea because they can turn on like such a dime and like you get three or four people renting them at the same time and they're like oh don't go past that flag out there so you don't have a lot of space and people are like go like fuck they'll turn and this, they'll they'll turn and just punch it and then some guy turns us in front of them and bang they smack yeah it's they're super fun, but man, they could, yeah. And then just recently, they had like a fucking boat with a family on it spontaneously combust. Just blow up. The whole up. boat just blew up. Putting the whole family in the ICU. Like several, I think they might still be sedated because of the burns, the burn injuries, and like killed their dog. Awful. Oh. But like just bad shit happens on this lake, boys. Yeah, yeah. it is cursed. It does sound cursed. It's cursed. From, it's those, fucking from cursed. those events alone, I'm like, It should it, be yeah, Lake okay. Lanier Death. That's what it should call, be called. Lanier Death? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> lake Lanier Death. That's you go, it. Yeah. That's going to Lanier Death? Yeah. <laughs> nope. So, so you've got well, ghosts, number one. Uh, second option that possibly could could be a cause, lake zombies. I Yeah, I dig that. If you got enough <laughs> dead bodies down there, Animated by some kind of negative energy. See how this works. Lake zombies. There you well, have ghosts. You actual because go because I I would go with lake zombies because it people are experiencing physical. Things. They're touching them. They're touching limbs. They're touch, they're, yeah, they're touching. They're reporting people. people seeing stuff dragging people down. Water slows down decomposition. For how many years? Not as many years as those people have died down there, but still. <laughs> <laughs> right? But if they're not technically quite fully dead, they're undead. This zombie. But here's right. the thing. They're taking new bodies every year, right? Refreshing. Uh, that's, maybe that's stock. why there's such a... Uh, such so a it's high, persistent. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, it's like a, just re-upping. Yeah. Because how many people do we know die a year? Have we, have we looked at the math? Like well, a million, f- probably. Fifty, it's, <laughs> at least. It's been cool what, It's been like sixty people. years, and there's been seven hundred people. So you're at least what ten plus people a year drowning, drowning or dying in mysterious circumstances That's under so the That's under the so water. Fuck that we know of. That we that know we of. Know that of. are reported, com- fully reported. Yes, yeah, so we have like a traveling zombie curse. There's just, there's just zombies like wandering around the bottom of the lake because we all know zombies sink. Well, you we can't swim. Hey, well, we all, we talked about like the negative energies there. 
like this is a, was a very like racist place and there was a lot of unnecessary death and targeting of certain people like that would just in the afterlife I could just that that would just that it's that the negative energy's there like it, so that's already there and then let's say there's unmarked graves that have been flooded like there's there's a recipe of just a, a super haunting here is what I'm seeing 100%. Like, yeah, there's nothing, I mean, nothing good going on here. It scares me too, though, because, like, boys, Okanagan Lake is probably the most deadly lake in BC. I'd fucking bet on it. Yeah, I, I would not bet against that. No. Yeah, I would bet on it. Because <laughs> when I'm doing the math, I'm like, in my career, I swear, like, the, for the amount of time I haven't been working in Kelowna consistently my entire career, but I'm personally seeing two to three deaths a year. I would say. And, but also, most, I think, if I was just going to speculate of what I've heard, many of you, many of them are under the influence of alcohol. Yeah, or, alcohol. Oh shit, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, like NBC too. They're they're actively doing this right now. There, there's a Site C dam going up in northern BC, and they're huge, basically stop. huge flood. Huge, and <laughs> they're stop. flooding the towns like the town of Hudson's Hope is going to be underwater. And this was like prestigious farmland and a community that's been around for Do you want for lake zombies? Years. This is how you get lake zombies. Like, oh, you're going to be getting prospector ghosts for sure. Oh, 100%. Right? Stinky Pete the prospecting ghost yeah. is going to be attacking everybody. Yeah, I hope you guys don't have I hope you guys don't have a lot of fog in your area. <laughs> in I, don't, I don't know about up at Site C, but like I don't know all the details, but I'm pretty sure it's the biggest dam to ever be built in BC. Like it's like yeah. a, it's a hydro mega project. It's gonna like you know enough like in an age where we're switching to hopefully renewable energy, I can see why they want it. But at the same time, the environmental and like all the other impacts, like and zombie ghosts and you know lake zombies and everything else we're talking about. You're like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know here. <laughs> well, I don't know. So your third your third pick for a possible explanation for some of the disappearances. We already mentioned it, but Swamp Ape, mm. Georgia, <clears throat> the southern United States, like those areas, <clears throat> that's a, well known. That's a swamp for ape. swamp ape environment. The only thing uh, for like saying Swamp Ape for me is that like only really like one of the stories we've heard lines up with Swamp Ape um, because I don't want to say Swamp Ape's racist and a lot of the stuff we talk about in this Lake Lanier's uh, a lot to do with racism back in the day. Uh, but the only thing is like the girl who is missing her hands, right? And it's like, uh, and part of her toes. And then it's like, they couldn't identify her. And then I was like, was she missing part of her bottom jaw? Was her, you know- More ape-like injuries? Ma- like, yeah, like exactly, off. right? Um, and it's, you know, it's- Well, I like, there, there are some there's reports- There's chimps in the swamp. We know that. Ooh. There's yeah, chimps in the swamp. They they did only get to record like they identified they identified her through dental records, I believe, right? I don't know, actually. I feel like that's the only way. Well, that's I, I, isn't, that would be the best way. That isn't that not the best way to identify someone who's not physically recognizable? I guess unless you had like that's their DNA sequenced before and then after they died, but I have no idea. But it sounds smart because I hear him talking about it all the time. I sound like, yeah, because well, your teeth don't really decompose, right? No, they don't. They don't. Like they're enamel. I don't think enamel. they decompose at all. Yeah, I don't, teeth don't Because that's always the one thing we find when we find those like super old hominid species. Like they're like, oh, we found a, a molar. <laughs> the rest of the body's <laughs> not there, but we got a molar and it looks really big. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a molar. <laughs> 
Well, I'm saying that there are some reports that swamp apes are pre- like, they're like semi-aquatic predators. So it's like they'll be swimming underneath the water somehow, moving beneath the weight. I'm talking about like they'll be pulling people down under the water. Oh. You know, you're just think it. You're like, you're you're zooming around on your ski to you and boom, swamp ape jumps out, clotheslined you off the top of there and oh, boom, pulls gone. you under the water. You're gone Eat forever. your hands and feet. Fuck Eat that. your hands and feet. Well, you can't swim without your hands and feet. You're fucked. You're done. Yeah. Just sink. <laughs> well, then how are these zombies grabbing onto people then? That's what yeah. I Well, they're not I mean, really I, grabbing. I, like, people well, are grabbing no, them, no, right? No, no. They're just, what, Dan's saying, is, what Dan's saying, there's not zombies. They're swamp apes. They are, they have they're all their appendages. Oh, okay. Yes, right. that's right. Yeah. So you have the swamp apes. Like, Georgia is no stranger to Bigfoot sightings. I mean, you had a, like, I pulled out, like, I had a video from last year I pulled up, and, like, it, it's one of the better, it's one of the better Bigfoot videos I've seen, um, uh, like, just last year. And someone cited these things there. Uh, so it's like, this is perhaps a, a thing. I mean, we've talked about how, you know, uh, our, David, our friend of the show, David Politis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Close friend. Don't Close go friend. in the woods alone. Don't ask him about us, though. He won't. He won't, <laughs> <laughs> he won't admit it, though, but he knows. Um, he's always implied that there's some kind of... Uh, Friendship uh, between know, us. Or perhaps... <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. sorry. What are you talking about? No. no. Perhaps there's some kind of supernatural predator out there that's that's taking this stuff down. He never actually um, says it, but he definitely implies it. But definitely implies it that there's he something says, out there. He says something's taking people in the woods. Do not travel alone in the woods. <laughs> right. Don't travel alone in the woods near large bodies of water. And what are people doing here? Large exactly body of water. Exactly that. I mean, come on. There's probably large rocks somewhere under the water, probably. <laughs> yeah, boulders. Uh, and so you, you've got your swamp apes. Uh, we've got lake zombies. We've got ghosts. Next one, a little bit more mundane, but probably something that I think goes hand in hand with a lot of reservoir situations and, and dam buildings. Evil catfish. Evil oversized catfish. Those things get huge. That sounds worse. They are terrifying. I mean, if anybody's seen... Oh, fuck, I'd like... If anybody's what's seen... The, what's the biggest me- catfish can get? It depends on which Dude, ones you're I want to say about. like eight feet... Like hundreds of pounds, like huge. Okay, if you're talking about like the Me- like the Mekong, like the Mekong River catfish, uh, nine like those feet catfish can and six hundred and forty six pounds. Wow. There you go. Because they just so sit like, down there if, in those reservoirs. They just sit down you. in the reservoir and they just Dude, eat at the bottom. Everything that comes ever, down there. Just have you ever fucking, sprinkled? Ugh. Have you ever sprinkled bread on top of one and they all just fucking go crazy? But what yeah, if one no. just grabbed like a nine foot one just grabbed half your body, pulled you under, you drowned? Dude, they're eating people down there. Decayed bodies, people who've drowned. They're they got them. a they're taste for man. Yeah. man eaters. Yep, fucking mad eating catfish. Want oh, nothing to do with them. I, I did, yeah, I did, I mean, that is a possible explanation that you have these huge catfish. I mean, there's at least a number of catfish related deaths every year in the United States. I mean, from other that would make sense to me in the fact that like they're they're eating the you know the decomposing bodies. But they don't have teeth, and they're not so much predatory. So, like to be grabbing people off the surface. But they are. But they are extremely aggressive uh, when you get. Haven't them. you seen those guys that stick their arms in there and noodling. they just latch onto the arm? It's called noodling. They do it on purpose. Yeah. That's how they catch them. Mm-hmm. I thought noodling is when you fucking shred on the guitar. Well, that is that is a, an ad libbed riff. It could, it could be called uh, noodling, but I think they call it noodling when you like have like a bait in your hand and the fucking catfish like sucks onto your hand and you grab and you grab the inside of their jaw and you like pull them up. That's right, so catfish up. are you know they a lot of times they'll put their dens or like their burrows on the side of the on the sides of rivers and they're like they're extremely 
territorial and protective of these these nests that they have. So they like, kind of sit your you kind of put your hand down in there, kind of uh, antagonize them a bit, and yeah, they'll watch out. But people get pulled under the water all the time. That's that's what I mean though. At like, the same time, so yeah, you're noodling for catfish. It could be like a 50 pound catfish. You can grab it and pull it out. But if it's a 600 pound catfish, you're gone. You're, do- you're toast. You just get sucked under. Dunzo. Serves you right, you noodling son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So probably your final option that I would say uh, is probably giant alligators. Maybe we've got a Lake Placid situation on our hands. Oh, like someone released one? And it's not that far away from reality since in 2016, they found an actual alligator on the north end of Lake Lanier. Like they found an actual, it was only two to three feet long, but that was actually the second alligator that they had found there. That's well, it doesn't surprise me at all because people have stupid pets, especially in the States. Like, look at the Everglades and all the fucking snakes that they've left. Like, just guys like, I don't want, I don't want this stupid anaconda anymore and just toss (laughs) it in the end. Everglades, (laughs) just like, fuck, giant snake. Like, oh, it's only only four feet long. Like, oh, it's getting too big. You throw it away and it ends up being a 25 foot snake. Python is not what I thought it was going to be. It doesn't love me. Like, of course, it doesn't love you. It's a snake. Well, how far is Atlanta from like gator country? Are we talking like, I mean, the, the gators range all the way up to North Carolina, I think North or South Carolina. So like one state up, like it's not unusual to have alligators um, didn't they in f- Georgia. Didn't they just find a Nile crocodile somewhere it should not have been whatsoever? Like, like in like the Everglades read, or something? I, I need to look that up. I just read about it and there's like this Nile crocodile has no business being here. And those fuckers are dinosaurs. It's. I mean, yeah. That that like the Nile and the, the saltwater crocodile of Australia are like, Monsters like eighteen feet, like two thousand plus pounds, like just, even even uh, like just alligators here, like North American alligators get they like, get huge, yeah, you know, ten you can get to, you know eight to ten feet long, and like they don't fuck around. <laughs> They're <laughs> finding them in South Florida right now. They're finding Nile crocodiles Nile in South Crocs? Florida. Oh, we're in South Florida, like we're fucking dead between them and the fucking octopuses. Toast, fucked. <laughs> fucking we're toast. Fuck's sake, yeah. So, Brady, I mean, what'd you find again? You find something? That's why you don't go swimming in water. And <laughs> it's terrifying. I'm just thinking like, you know, like a, you're swimming and then an alligator or crocodile grabs your fucking hand and does a death roll like Ghost. in the water. You're, you're done. Like, well, your hand's yeah, gone. Like not even that. It's like, so you, you could possibly have a situation where it's just like these people get, you know, you get knocked off your sea do your boat, whatever, your, your, your water skiing. You just like clip the top of some submerged structure or tree that it was a little bit too tall that the, you know, the water, the level of the water has started to kind of get too shallow. You hit one of those, you're knocked out for like a couple, you know, you're knocked out for like a little bit or you're immobilized and boom, alligators like "Mm, opportunity, you know, it's (laughs) possibility giant, you know, Lake Placid, Betty White, yeah. Well, I'm fall, or I'm on Google, Google Maps right now following the was it Chattahoochee River? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it goes and it goes and it goes, man. So I the chance of a croc or an alligator getting up. Now I'm right cuz I've I followed down to West Point Lake, which is Oh man, yeah, that's I think that's almost that's well within alligator country. So the chance of it swimming up because haven't they? They found like they found like other like sharks and shit that swim way up rivers. Even though like, oh, there's no way the shark should yeah, live no, there. I'm, and there's like a bull shark like a thousand miles up the river, and they catch it. And it's ten foot bull shark. And you're like, how was this here? So I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that a, a, 
alligator could at least get there. Yeah, be fucking someone up. I'm fucking someone up. I mean, the longer the river is, the more chance you have of people just releasing, you know, pet alligators. Just more shit. Into yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> it's just like where people could just be like, well, you know, it's a it can survive out there. And it's just like, all right. Like, there are phone numbers you can call to get people to pick up your alligator. It's not like you have to dump it in or a Or don't get a pet river. fucking like, alligator. Who needs don't a pet alligator? Yeah, also that too. I guess There's that's an option. There's plenty of fucking dags at the SPCA. <laughs> go get a kitty. You know how many dags you can go adopt right now? Honestly, <laughs> fucking dags everywhere. And they're great. I got two kitties. You come grab them right now. And they don't. <laughs> Adopt. Don't shop, people. Oh. And the dags stop, you know, around, you know, between mm. 15 and 100 pounds. So usually they don't get up to like a 1,500 pound monster. Oh, they'll, they'll, I mean, they'll break pool. the skin, but. Oh, they'll they can fuck you up a little bit, but they're not going to drag you under the. <laughs> <laughs> got to call this lady. She adopted this fucking dog, which was like, you know, the, the little Caesars cans, the cute little white dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She got one of those. The little Yorkies the name or whatever? She adopted from fucking Mexico. And we could call, drop 911 call, we get there, and this fucking dog's got her pinned up on her washer and dryer. This and it's like, she's savage. got bite marks all over her. And like, we come walking in, like, doo, 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 like, and then the fucking little bastard turns on us. Holy shit. You have to punt it? Did you, did I, you guys, did you guys try speaking Spanish to it? I mean, it's from no, Mexico. No, I, yeah. I fucking, I gave that thing the best pat McAfee fucking Siente impression day. I got. Because <laughs> it was great. Dude, I had to throw up my pants. I put holes in my pants. And I'm like yelling at her. I'm like, why did you call us? Like, what do you want me to <laughs> Call do? animal Fuck. control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I basically like punted it and ran up on the fucking dryer sitting next to her. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you yeah. okay? You're like, call us some help. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Call the fire department. It was awful, man. So I could, you could say that Lake Lanier does have, um, I, I don't think the reputation that it has garnered uh, is going anywhere. Like it is, it's, it's one of those things. It is kind of funny. Like some of the articles you do read, it's like, uh, there are like a number of people who have never heard of the things that about Lake Lanier. But I think it's when you're younger, like they won't tell kids about it. Cause fuck why you want to tell kids that there's fucking dead bodies underneath. Hey, we're going to go yeah. up to Lake Lanier, uh, you know, summertime fun, whatever. And it's like, there's dead bodies. You don't tell them that. But then as they get older, you know, you hit that, you hit that age where it's just like, Hey, have you heard about this? Like, quit, about fucking ar- quit fucking around. <laughs> yeah. Lots of people die on this lake. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that you're just like, you know, I, it, there, there, there is like, there is a, probably an element that it's like, um, and, and it's been this way for, you know, probably since humans have existed, but there is the idea of, you know, bodies of water being haunted or something oh, there. Mm. Um, and you could make the case and it's probably been made the case before that, you know, a lot of the folklore, a lot of the, uh, the creatures or the, the supernatural forces that inhabited bodies of water are meant to be cautionary tales that they're meant to, you, you want to keep kids away from possibly, these dangerous bodies of water. Cause you know, kids, a lot of kids can't swim. Um, you know, you don't want your kids getting too near the water because that's, that's what happens. Like kids in water usually don't <laughs> often is a lethal combination. So you want to keep them away from the water. So it's like, is it one of those? Is that one of those situations? And I think that some of these things are like, don't go, don't go too far off because yeah, something's maybe. going to drag you and drag you but- down. I mean, there's tons of times where you're on the water and you, you know, you're floating in a tube or something. You just get that eerie feeling. You just kick your feet up. You're like, oh, just get the, <laughs> the heebie-jeebies there for a second. And you're yeah, like, that's I, the, 
it's the lake zombies reaching out. Um, but I mean, <sighs> that, that happens all the time. So it's it's Ugh. it's one of those weird things. It's like you know, water's a mystery, and you know, what are some of the what what's hidden underneath? We we have no idea. So. I, like I have no idea for. <laughs> As part of my research for this case file, I watched the Alan Jackson music video for <laughs> like, and, Chattahoochee. Yeah, and it's like, dude, number one, Alan Jackson or his stunt double, uh, like he was like wakeboarding in blue jeans, in blue jeans. That terrified me more than anything. But, um, but also the fact that you just had these people like just walking around in the banks of the river, like not necessarily Lake Lanier, but just like walking around in these random places near the river, and that that. That honestly terrifies me. It's just like there could be anything under there. Anything. Could be anything. Anything. Like fucking like catfish, giant crayfish. I don't know, but there's there could be anything. And these people and people think this is just normal. Like it's just it's portal to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I understand a lot of people who have grown around grown up around rivers and stuff, like, oh, it's nothing to worry about. There's no, you know, whatever. Well, but well it's it like, depends. Dude, I, like I've 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 partaken in a lot of river activities up in the Peace District because there's not really nice lakes. So a lot of people, you know, you tube on the river, you camp on the river. The river's generally pretty calm. It's But it's not like, it's not tied to any big body of water, right? Like it, it's, it's you know, it's, it's a little different when you're, you got big fish and stuff creeping in these Southern waters. I'm like, yeah, a little different, but. It's like, and, and I don't know. Yeah, like when I was a kid, I used to play, uh, it used to be like a pretty, pretty sizable creek and stuff like near near my house. I was always playing in the creek and stuff like that. But were you noodling? You know, some of the No, I wasn't noodling. God damn it. It wasn't even that big a of fish in there. It was like it didn't ever really got like more than waist deep in some areas. Like the deepest part would probably be about waist deep. But uh, you know, but it like just seeing people play in like an actual river, like it's like it, it creeps me out. Like seeing people just just walking around in rivers where it's like it's all murky, can't see the bottom. Um Oh, and I love um, jumping in a fresh river is nice, like glacier Fred type shit. Beautiful. It's, yeah, if you can see the bottom, I'm fine with it. Like it's <laughs> glacier <laughs> if Fred. It's nice <laughs> glacier Fred. You never heard of Glacier Fred? No. Glacier Fred. He's famous for swimming in rivers, bud. Yeah. He's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> it's best river swimmer there is. <laughs> and I like I, I don't know. I just it, it, if the lake is all murky and stuff, I'm not going near it. Like I'm not. Dan, I'll sit on, I'll sit Dan on the, I'll sit on the, the bottom. He's sitting on nope. the shore. Yeah. I'll sit on the shore. I'll, I'll get on a boat. Like I'll be like, I'll, I'm fine sitting on a boat. Yeah, what if the boat know. sinks? That's true. Then you're in the water. Yeah. Then you're fucked. Then, then it's the lake zombie. Better hope you got those water wings, bud. No, it, it is. <laughs> it is super weird because I learned to dive, scuba dive in Okanagan Lake, and Ugh. you go down, and you can't see shit. Yeah. You go down. You're down sixty feet. You put your hand out and like your gloves start to disappear and you're like, why am I down here? What this is yeah, not fun. <laughs> that's scary. Like where's the where's the fucking clownfish and the parrot fish? Where's all the cool shit? No, yeah, just yeah. No, he's shopping cart and a fucking yeah. dead junkie. Shopping cart, great. there's an old like milk truck, some tires. Uh, but that's like it, there is a bunch of yeah, there's stuff like that down there. And it's like this is the these are the hazards that you have in like murky waters, especially ones of like, you know, these flooded towns. Like you get ghosts, snagged yeah. on something and it's like down like, you go. You, you can get down you go, or whatever. And they're then saying, you're you know, one of the some ghosts. And then you're the next ghost. Um, but they're saying that there's, there's drastic depth changes. Like one second you'll be in like knee deep water, and then you'll take like one step over, and there's just like a, a thirty foot drop, just like boom, like you know. And 
you know, it's fresh water, so you're not as buoyant as you would be in in salt water. So I would assume if you're not yeah, prepared like, for it, yeah, yeah, you're and just getting sucked down. When they flooded that valley, yeah, there was like a little cliff, and then like a little plane on top, and you're like, oh, I'm wading through in uh, knee deep water, and then you off you step, and boom, poof, down you go. You can't swim. No one's there to help you. And uh, these are the kind of things that contribute to that legend. And I think it'll it'll keep being one of those things, just because I, you know, I think that it is. It is the natural. Uh, it is just the natural reaction for humans to to attribute hauntings or, or bad stuff to to bodies of water. Like yeah. it will always, it'll always be that way until they fucking drain this fucking well, lake. Well, yeah, and like the <laughs> amount of deaths per year is not like it's not going down. It's just kind of yeah. like a stain. It's staying at this proportion to the amount of visitors. That's how many people are dying. You know, if it's like one in a hundred thousand people drowned who visit this lake. Yeah. I'm sure they saw a drop like during the, you know, drop off during the COVID stuff, but it's going to go right back up. Like it's, it's not anything. Yeah. And I also like, I didn't, I didn't look up like what their, what their total like depth, like the drop in depth has been. Like if it's going to keep going down, um, just the way that just, everything seems to be kind of be <laughs> all the reservoirs and stuff that, um, kind of slowly depleting. that we built back in these towns are just like getting lower and lower. And I'm wondering that if it'll be, cause, and p- people still go in this again, this is not a, re- it, is, it was never meant for recre- recreation. Like it was never meant to be used that way. And, and nobody really stops it. It's just like but an accepted thing. You literally fact. have a better chance of surviving going swimming in Amity Island. <laughs> <laughs> like that's legitimately real thing here. Like, let's look at Jaws's death toll and compare it to fucking. Yeah, they don't have it. It's just a couple of movie, right? Yeah, like fuck. Yeah, all the Jaws movies put together, you're fine. Like versus Lake Lanier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather fi- face a 25 foot shark man eater. <laughs> yeah, you got better so, chance. Your better odds chan- are better. Odds are better. There's a lot of swimmers yeah. out there. That should be the sign when you go there. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Chances are better swimming with great whites than swimming in this lake. Yeah. yeah. You are going to die for sure. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so yeah, in, in conclusion, uh, Lake Lanier. Cursed. Don't go there. Just don't fucking go there. <laughs> don't go there, especially alone. Uh, large bodies of water are dangerous. Don't go alone. Uh, use the buddy system. Yep. And, uh, be safe. And if I listen to this podcast and you're from the region... And we missed some stories. Make sure to let us know. Like, I'm sure there's way more. Oh, that- I'm sure there's hundreds. Oh, local fucking yeah. stories for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're not going there. So next pod trip will not be here. The same, no, no, not no. even close. The, we'll be nowhere near. Like mm, we're not near. <laughs> we're near death. We're not going near death at all. <laughs> Zero chance. <laughs> but yeah, this was the. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention at the beginning that this is the Ron Pond uh, monthly fan pick. Uh, that we do every month uh, for our Patreon, mostly uh, every month. Mostly, every, no, we do it. We every month we, we do it. Oh, okay, yeah, we're just a little. We're sometimes it's slightly late. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> it's a little bit. It's sometimes it's a little bit shorter notice, but most of the time uh, we have a good chunk of time to prepare uh, a, a case file for those of us, uh, those of you on Patreon who are able to vote. And we usually the the thing is, is a lot of these are, they're they're usually pretty close. Like uh, the the voting that we have, I usually throw up about three options on the three pretty good case files that go along with uh, that kind of fit in all the uh, the facets of the paranormal. I've got you know spooky ones, we've got UFOs, and usually got like a cryptid I throw up in there and try to give a pretty good choice. And uh, usually the votes are pretty close. Two of them will be running 
pretty, I think it was between this one and the Vorozhne. It's like the Vorozhnez, the Vorozhnez UFO sighting. Yeah, which we'll um, have to do another time. Yeah, they, another time. They go on the back burner, one. but they come back. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you want your voice heard, you know, hop on our Patreon. Hell yeah. And in conclusion of that, who do we have for Theorite of the Week? Uh, this week's Theorite of the Week is John Wantland. John Wantland. Uh, he decided to cast the boys as the fucking Scooby-Doo gang. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> pretty fucking great. Um, he posted uh, Fred is Zell, obviously. Uh-huh. Daphne is Braden because they're both as sexy, but the cheeks sure. are on his chest. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. <laughs> uh, Velma is the Maester Dane. Sure. Right, we know that. And then he put me as Shaggy because I'm chicken shit. I get it. Personally, <laughs> I always see myself as more of a scrappy do. Okay. But I'll take Shaggy. Like, that's fine. I'll take the tall guy for once. But uh, he did a pretty good job, too. Like, the fate, like, it, it all kind of looks like us, too. Braden's is pretty disturbing. Dan's actually kind of hot. It's weird. <laughs> Interesting. And Zell looks exactly oh, like Fred. Uh, just, that's pretty much me. Yeah. What is it? They're releasing a Velma prequel series, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mindy Kaling's playing. Uh, Velma, yeah. and it's right. like an adult cartoon, so it, right. it might be a little bit fun. It's on HBO Max, hmm. I think. Uh, if nobody, if if anybody has not read the Scooby Doo, oh shit, what is it? Is it the DC one? They did a run of like Scooby Doo. Uh, is it Scooby Doo and Zombies or something like that? No, no, no. There, there was like a comic series where they ran, and it was like dark Scooby Doo. It was like post, like post apocalypse crazy shit going down and then awesome. like set in that universe. Like Scooby-Doo is actually like a genetically engineered dog. That's it. Like, <laughs> like part telepathic has some weird link with Shaggy. Um, there's fucking monsters like tearing people apart and shit. And it's just like, it is pretty rad. Um, if, if nobody's, you should go check that out. It's pretty nuts. It's like, so Scooby-Doo is basically dynamite. Almost like it, yeah. it's, it's really, it's like a really dark comic, but it is it. really, really good. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty fucking rad. Like uh, some type of virus kind of get, it's like one of those post apocalyptic virus apocalypses where people are turning into monsters and like shit's getting fucked up. Like it is it, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> sounds, like, sounds rad. Sounds it's dope. All right, and if you're not supporting the show and you want to support your boys, your favorite podcast, get early access, ad free, the Discord. I believe, man. We said 200 hours for a while, but I believe it's probably more like 250 plus. You know what? With inflation, the price of beer is what? You know, he's paying like eight bucks at the bar, right? (laughs) Please please help us beat inflation. (laughs) Help us beat inflation by signing up for Patreon. We'd appreciate it. This week's newest supporters, JV Williams goes up in his full year pledge. Bryant Brown. Daniel Mansbridge with a full year pledge. Boom. Sounds like a news anchor. <laughs> my name is Dan Mansbridge. Shay Friesen. Bryce McWilliams. Daniel Levinson with a full year pledge. Eric Lashchuk. It's just me, Mr. B. Me. Is that you? No, it's not me. Not you? Not Mr. B? With a full year pledge. And a couple from Supercast. If you're more of a Spotify user, you don't really care about Patreon, you don't want to have another app, you can head over there. The same place, aliendearest.com. We have Cor- Corey Doran and Aaron Proser. Thank you very much for supporting the show. We appreciate it. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes 
on the skies. See you in after hours.